great future. We're talking real money. The real meat of your existence is about to be met by you right here on the radio. You're going to meet the meat. Oh, and then we have retire meat coming up later, too. Huh? There's a lot of meat out there, man. There's a lot man. of meat going what. on. Hello, everybody. I'm Don McDonald. Tom Cock is right over there. Our uh, phone number to talk about money is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And uh, every Saturday afternoon from noon to 2 Pacific, you can give us a call. It's so easy. You just punch those numbers. I know it feels weird to make a phone call these days, but I know you can do it. 855-935-8255. Give us a call right now. And well, you know, I just want to say regrets. I've had a few. And then again, too few to mention except on today's episode of Talking Real Money, where Tom is going to share with us your regrets, of which you've had a few. Well, no, I mean, one, a few. I was going to just talk about one regret, actually. I thought oh, you were doing I, all the regrets. regrets. Okay, I'll Did do Did you all, change then, but, the theme? Well, no, you wanted me to focus on no, the, the Okay, re- I thought you were going to throw that in to the regret. Okay. I mean, this comes from uh, a Forbes study um, that found that, yes, Financial regrets. Financial regrets. We're talking about here. Yeah. Yeah. So um, not you know two. We're going to mention them, but it's not very many. So it's kind no. of few. Yeah. Well, one is obvious, and it's something we talk about on a regular basis, and that's not saving enough for retirement. Which most people don't do. They don't. Yeah. No. Right. They they just simply don't. A- um, and we have talked about that regret among ourselves too. We sure, regret not having yeah. saved more when we were young whippersnappers. Yeah, and I saved some, and then I had to take it out for bad business decisions too. So Oops. that was that was dumb. yeah, me too. Um, uh, not taking advantage of high interest rates, kind of okay, an odd. I don't regret. understand that one. Explain you know, that one saying to me. I wish they, you know, uh, six seven months ago, put things into CDs and high yield savings, etc. That's a fair regret because there's eighteen trillion dollars in U.S. banks that's making zero point one. Okay, so it's a regret that I still have money sitting in a no yield savings or checking account. Yeah, all right. It's I, okay, there. then I, I'm going to go talk with to that. people every day that uh, have that. I'll, let, I'll give you that. Somebody one. the other day. still sitting in a bank Mm, account. mm, Um, mm. Taking on too much credit card debt. You know what credit card debt is today? How much in total? No, but I I bet it's a lot and it's going to scare me. $1.3 trillion with a T dollars. It's a lot of money. Um, And and think about it. I mean, the, the the rates can be as high as almost 30%. Yeah, right. I just say, just say it's 20. I can't do one one point three trillion dollars times twenty percent. It's a lot. Yeah, though. you can. It's two. It's uh, is that two two hundred? I got to figure out where to put the zero. Sixty million. Two hundred sixty billion. Anyway. I meant two hundred sixty billion billion. Right, yeah, it's a lot. Bill. Um, not saving enough for emergencies. This is one that comes up regularly. That people, that things came along. I just had two last week. I think I told you about these. I had to fix the oven. Oh yeah, well, the door okay, in the oven. Baby emergencies. Yeah, you mentioned. Well, no, and then the the door freezer, on the oven. The refrigerator freezer. The the ice thing went out. Now, who many cares the about ice, ice in Seattle maker. this time of year? Well, yeah, but doesn't matter to me. I would have gone on, but the ladies every day they come in. Why is the ice? I'm like, it's 35 degrees outside. Who cares? No, gotta have ice. Put your drink outside. That costs fourteen hundred dollars to. You've fix. got to be for an ice maker. No. Three visits. The last one, I said, make sure you're not paying them again. 
Um, anyway, so these things. But do again, come up. you're a piker by comparison. Trust me. <laughs> I give you my that. bills are bigger. But this, <laughs> this isn't everything. Here's the other one that comes oh, well, up. Okay, let's not go there. <laughs> this is fascinating. <laughs> you mean my brain? <laughs> oh, yeah. here's that. You're yeah. really going to hurt my That's feelings. A... <laughs> it's fascinating. Um, one of the regrets is buying too much property. Because they couldn't I, I, afford I like that. Oh, okay, because they couldn't afford it. Oh, they couldn't afford oh my it. gosh. They, they get into it. I just own oh, too much real estate. I yeah. hate being a real estate mogul. <laughs> All of downtown Manhattan. Yeah. Um, no, it's not like that. Okay. It's uh, that uh, they overspend on it, and then they can't afford it. Well, that I get. And, you know, then that dovetails very nicely into a piece I read recently about our good friend, facetiously facetiously he said dave ramsey no dave ramsey mr the, pop the king guy. of yeah, uh, okay. pop buck radio yeah. not pop up pop buck radio uh and and his advice on home ownership and when you should own a home you're gonna be shocked stick around 855-935-TALK tom and don are talking real money your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Welcome back. 855-935-TALK. That is the phone number here for our little show we call Talking Real Money because we talk about money. That is exactly what we do. And we would love to hear from you. So give us a call. 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. So can you afford to own a home? Talking about real estate. Or buy one. Can you afford to buy a home? Yeah. Now, according to Dave Ramsey, here is here are his rules for buying a home. You should only buy a home if you can put 20% down and get a 15-year fixed term and your monthly mortgage payment PI should not exceed 25% of your take-home pay. All now, right? By the way, does not include, I mean, what he'd prefer you to do is buy with 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you got that. Just buy yeah, with yeah. no mortgage. Yeah, no but mortgage at all. How many so. of us, really, in our, in our family raising I, years had enough money never. to pay for a house? No. no. Now, how does that work out in reality? Well... Median, and we're going to use median. Median is better than yeah. average mm, because is. the median is the middle between the high and the low ends the of the market. The line is drawn. Yep. Right mm, in the middle. So sure. the median price of a home in America right now is about $400,000. Higher in some areas, lower in others. So a 20% down payment on a $400,000 very middle of the road house is $80,000. That leaves you with a mortgage of 320000 Yep. So far, so good. As of the middle of February, the average 15-year fixed mortgage rate is 6.66. <laughs> appropriate, it's the number of the beast for Dave Ramsey. The Nothing in inferred, there. Dave. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so that makes you. your PI $2,800 a month. Okay. Okay? Yep. So... You'd need to earn over $11,000 a month before taxes. And by the way, did that include taxes and insurance? No. It's just PI. This is just the mortgage. Yeah. Okay. All right. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So you would need to earn 
over $130,000 a year. And what is the median median income, income. in America? Oh, yeah. thanks for asking. Um, yeah. Just under 75000 So if you are in the median income, how much house can you afford? Basically half. I mean, just a little over two hundred thousand dollars. Two hundred ten. Yeah, two hundred twenty. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna anybody listening, podcast or otherwise, please call us. What kind of a house can you get for two hundred thousand dollars? I don't care where in the country you are. You are not gonna get much in the way of a house anywhere in America for two hundred thousand dollars. Actually. I'd appreciate it if you call us right now and tell us where you live that's worth only 210 And if you live in a lovely community with good health care and houses are 200000 I'm We're moving there. <laughs> exactly. I, I, because, uh, man, would I be sitting pretty with a, with a $200,000 house that's a nice house in a nice community. This is why. And, and there was an article in the Wall Street Journal today about this. Yeah, it was very well, lengthy. Young yeah. investors, young people. Yeah, not investors. Think Dave Ramsey yeah. is totally out of touch with reality. Well, because he this is not headed advice from Nashville. I mean, this is just this makes no sense because it's it's in no sense reality whatsoever. You can't tell people that. I mean, it 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 it, it makes it unrealistic. Along with the other pop advice he's proposed, in which I will talk about at retirement next week, for example, where he told people, well, don't listen to the people that tell you you can only take out 4% of your portfolio value. That's that's people. Those are nerds in the basement running the numbers. What do they know? You could take out eight. Sure, you could take out eight. Well, you can, but Be- how long will it What last? if it doesn't last? <laughs> you can take it out. Like the people well, because kind of that, sure, that, that yeah. is because he relies on a spurious number that he pulled out of his hat. Yeah, or something. Nice saying, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, that, that the average return for the stock market is 12% per year. Or, I'm sorry, the good investments that he gets from his commissioned stockbrokers. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I appreciate the article, by the way, for those of you who are Ramsey fans, would be an interesting one for you to read and see what your reaction would be, because it, it, they interviewed a lot of young people. I say young people under the age of 40. Under okay, the age of 40. For, well, for us, that is young. young for me. Yeah. And, and they all basically said, this just doesn't make it doesn't work. It, there's no way the numbers don't they don't add up like the young woman who bought a used car but had to borrow money to get the car right. to live her life because she said i can't get a car that's safe for the yeah. cash that i have now ramsey's response would be well they just save up for it well then yeah. what do you Wait. do for transportation in the interim take the yeah. bus well, that's easy for you to say rich ramsey I mean, it's easy for him to say he can buy houses for cash. But what about people who are really struggling? Uh, and sometimes there isn't the option of a bus. Well, move to somewhere where there is a bus. Oh, and then how am I going to pay for the move, Mr. Ramsey? What about the current place? I, I wish. I do wish on his show sometimes somebody would actually take him to task. No, they don't at all, really? Not they really, no. I, they're, okay. they're so, yeah. I don't know if, I because I've, I used to listen a lot. I don't listen anymore. But it 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 appears they're either so afraid of him or screened out or brainwashed. Well, he is kind of the angry uncle, right? And it's like Oh, just, he's grumpier no than me. You you can't you can't argue with him. There's no, no way. No, because you're, you're an just, idiot. You're stuck. Well, sir, yeah. you're an idiot. 
Hey, if you want to be an idiot, be an idiot. Keep sure, being an idiot. Hard to argue. Yep. I'm rich. You're not. That I win. <laughs> I used to Even be poor though, like you. Ways, no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, the article did point out that he did a bankruptcy once. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he went through some tough times, and that's where he learned all these lessons we that are going to be so helpful to you. We all went through some tough, tough times, Indeed. Davey. Yeah, it's baby. I'm sorry, I was watching the Capote thing too oh, much. Yeah. I got baby, baby, baby. Oh my gosh, Tom. Ho- Got to tell you, don't do reviews very often, but Tom Hollander in that Capote show. Good. Wow. I mean, the show's a little melodramatic, but. Uh, oh, this is the one where he was living with uh, Carson's wife? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I saw the review. Yeah, which is Molly sound, Ringwald. Didn't like me. Molly That's Ringwald. Right. Well, sing, yeah. my wife, you know, I, I watched it because it's, you know, you got yeah, you to sure. make, you got to compromise. As you said, would you rather be in purgatory or in hell? I think that was a good go for purgatory. I'll take purgatory. Uh, but Tom Hollander's depiction of Truman Capote is so spot on. And for those of you who are younger, you have no idea who we're talking about, and it may no. be for the best. Although no. he did write one Odd really figure. good book. Yeah, no, yeah, one really film. good book, which was yeah. in Cold mm-hmm. Blood. Yeah, and one much. good, oh, by the way, decent short story. Breakfast to finish at the real estate thing, what? you know, your my real estate is now complete, and you know why, right? Oh, because it has the landing strip. It has the R Don McDonald landing strip, including power and an, a light, a motion activated light. Oh, it's got Boom, a you light, are set, man. It's yeah. got a and light. And I ran well, the coyote out of the backyard too, so you're set there. You, you had a coyote. A big coyote recently. We have I sent my too. big dog after him. He uh, chased him down the block. Yeah. yeah, and we're really getting serious about the road trip. The uh, the Stella the Excella Coming is, is uh, getting ready to leave the shop and head south. When are you going to announce the sites? When are you going to announce um, the tour locations? I, I told Debbie, I said, we've got to get that map back on the table and Start go through these the locations. There. Now, yeah, we do know, okay. I mean, it'll be starting in Florida and it'll be ending in, in Seattle, but... In between Chelan, then Seattle. Chelan, yeah. But we'll we'll share that with you. I'm trying to figure out a good way to do it digitally online. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Taking requests for where people want you to come, or maybe requests for people where they don't want, don't want you to come. By do their not drive through this neighborhood. <laughs> Yeah, we really haven't. We we know we have certain areas we need to stop because Debbie's got friends or family there. You know those kinds of things. That's probably most of the United States. So sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. (laughs) Goes without sure. All right. Eight five five nine three five talk is our phone number. That's eight five five nine three five eight two five five. And Debbie, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Our pleasure. Thank you. What's up? Well, first of all, um, I want to say thank you. Uh, I've learned a lot from you guys over the years, and I, I really enjoyed listening to your show. Thank you. So, um, question, <laughs> a question for you. Um, so my husband and I are getting ready. Um, we have retired from our jobs. Mm-hmm. We are both um, 60 years old. Um, we have um, $2.6 million saved up in retirement investments. And ninety thousand dollars cash sitting in the bank in a money market, paying four percent. So, um, so the question is, when we, you know, you hear about the four percent rule of distribution, we really don't need to take out four percent. Um, you know, I've figured out how much we need to live on each month. Um, a house is paid off. We have no debt. 
whatsoever. And uh, so the question is, um, of the 2.6 million, 600,000 is in Roth. Um, the other 2 million are in traditional IRAs. So when I start taking, we start taking the distributions, should we go take out the Roth first or should we take out the traditional IRA first? Well, there's a couple of things to consider here, by the way. Um, and as you obviously know, and congratulations on being great savers and really thinking about all this. Well done. So the Roth obviously comes out. I hope I'm sure you know this tax free, right? There's no tax on that at all. Yeah. The qualified yep. money, the pre-tax money is going to come out and you're going to pay whatever your income tax rate is on it. So there's a clear difference there. Mm-hmm. But my question to you at age 60 would be, what other income do you have? In other words, where how are you going to pay the bills other than money you draw from the uh, the IRA or the Roth IRA? We have no inc- other income. Okay. So it's going to be zero. So, I mean, so here's the reason that it's probably going to make sense to carefully take it out of the IRA. Uh, the Roth grows tax-free. You'd prefer to see that grow as long as you mm-hmm. possibly can, right? Let yep. that go. The only adjustment you may have to make is when you get to a Social Security age. Have you already figured out when you're going to claim Social Security benefits? Um, no, not yet. Okay. <laughs> Um, which is fine. That was, I was going to make that yeah. another call to you guys. Okay. Yeah, no, that's fine. No, I mean, that's, so that would be, that would be a stake in the ground. And I would beg you, I would implore you to not take it at least until full retirement age, which for both of you is going to be 67 years well, old. Well, and no, Please with the money they have, take it at 70. Right, there's, yeah, no, I'm just saying, and don't, yeah, in no way take it because it, even if you wait from 67 to 70, you get 124% of the benefit at 67 at age 70. It is a huge advantage to wait. Um, and, but you need to think about health, other things there. So I think it's pretty obvious here. For me, I would take the money out of the uh, qualified accounts. I'd be careful about the levels of taxation. I wouldn't push myself beyond a very low bracket taking that out. And that's the only reason you might want to supplement some of the Roth, right? Because you don't want to bust a bracket higher. So I'd look at that carefully, but I, but in a general mm-hmm. sense, yeah, the qualified money would come first. The Roth would come as late as possible. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Okay. I agree. Wonderful. I agree. Right. And I really do believe I'm doing it. I'm, I mean, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I am not going to collect social mm-hmm. security until I'm 70. Even yeah, if I was either. to retire sooner, okay. I would make my income from my portfolio and then sure. take that bigger, nice it's payment, very hard. reduce it's, the income, reduce you know, the income from my portfolio. It's less than 10% now of people wait until age 70, and Debbie, you should be one of them, because you have the money yeah, to pay the bills until it. then, and you get that huge 8% mm-hmm. a year raise by waiting, which... We can't guarantee, well, other than Dave Ramsey, we can't guarantee an 8% rate of return for you. So we we can't go there. So that's another reason to kind of wait, take the money out of the portfolio. Congratulations to both of you. Wow, what a great story. Thank you for calling us. Wonderful. Yeah, and if we were, if we were able to get an 8% return guaranteed, we would be going and getting it and not telling you about it. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. Give us a call. Tom and Don are talking real money. Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Welcome back to 
what we believe is a pretty important hour of radio and podcast pleasure. Well, we hope pleasure. <laughs> it's for us. It is for us. We like doing yeah, it. I like it. We enjoy it. Happy. We, we've been sure. doing it for a long, 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 long time. And you can call us at 855-935-TALK if you want to talk with us. We invite you to do so. Do we not, Thomas? Absolutely. We do. Yeah. yeah. 855-935-8255. Give us a holler. And um, <laughs> this, it's almost a joke. These three letters, it's, it, 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 it's because, well, to us, because we've been in this business for so long. There was a time many, 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 many years ago when another pop money icon, woman by the name of Susie Orman, yeah. much hated by Charles Jaffe of the Boston Globe, Susie Orman once suggested Nigh these many years ago, probably two decades plus. It's been two decades. That yeah, uh, the has. only investment anyone needed was the QQQ, the triple yeah. Q. Okay. Before I even give the QQQ, but she also said oil and gas for a time. She also, yes. had, if you may remember, she had a newsletter writer that she went into business with because yes. he had these great returns. He was not but a then nice when they dug man. Into it, yeah, he turned out he lied about the returns and kind of and. So Susie said, general advice, sure. Investing advice, not so much. Um, but the QQQ, it's hard to believe. This make, this does actually make me feel old. Been around 25 years now. 25 years. Never, I never would have thought that. You pushed me over the feather when I read that. Yeah, um, that, I told you we're old. <laughs> feather, that's about all it takes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. We're down. Um, this and, is well the, the same thing that they used to to create Bitcoin works to works to knock us over. Now, okay, for the uninitiated, the QQQ invests in the hundred largest non-financial companies on the Nasdaq stock exchange. Okay, hundred companies, right? And, yeah. And the Nasdaq's the happening place, right? This is the index that you know. Wow, you got to be part of the Nasdaq. Those great young companies. They're not young right. anymore. No, a lot of them are not so young. <laughs> They're old. Okay. Um, okay. So the QQQ, and it's the fourth largest exchange traded fund now, $250 oh, billion. No. Dollars. People have piled in the QQQ. And I looked up the returns, all right? Because your $1,000 that you put in the QQQ back in March 10th of 99 when it started would have been worth $9,394 at the end of 2023. I think I have this right. That's a return of 12.6% a year. That's pretty doggone good. It's uh, Dave wait, Ramsey that's type the numbers. Dave Ramsey return. Uh, if you put the money in the S&P 500, you made 7.4%. Not nearly as much. Or if you did the uh, all equity, global equity portfolio, 8.6% in that same period of time. But here's the part that gets mentioned about the eighth paragraph that I think you really should pay attention to because the QQQ is a fairly limited index. Well, it's a hundred stocks. Specific country. Yeah, very specific types of firms. If you bought the QQQ near the launch, and those of you who are old enough to remember this, uh, the NASDAQ tech, internet.com, blah, 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 crashed 80% early 2000 through late 2002. 80%. And because I guess here's 
the part that people don't talk much about, the investor experience, because so many people piled into the QQQ after it went up so much, right, in 99. They piled in there between 99 and 2000. They were underwater for more than a decade. Would you have stuck it out? Would you buy something and hold it for 10 years if you were underwater? There are still people in the Japan fund. Yeah, no, I believe that. They're underwater for longer. Longer. Yeah. Would would they hold? I mean, I just. Think about all the people people in ARKK in the ARK Innovation Fund. Bought right after the peak. Yeah, they bought right at the peak because everybody was talking about uh, it. This is the problem with these type of specialty funds and you have to call the qqq that it is truly a sector it is a it's slice a sector of the economy yeah you right. got to be honest with yourself so 25 years great 250 billion terrific by the way what do they charge i didn't look that part up the qqq oh you i don't know what that is didn't but warn me that I, yeah, i'd be very this. careful uh with that kind of sector investing it's risky you can see the downside is pretty tremendous so it can't be very expensive because it is a pretty simple etf in that it's uh, it's buying a, an index so it better be cheap 855-935 talk is our phone number and hopefully it'll come up oh two tenths tom and don are talking real money do you suffer from hodgepodgeitis I'm Don McDonald, and hodgepodgeitis is a disease of your investment portfolio whose symptoms include lots of stocks, loads of random loaded mutual funds, and maybe an annuity or two. Most who suffer from hodgepodgeitis dread opening their quarterly portfolio statements. They feel lost and confused. Investing seems overwhelming and the financial future uncertain. If you believe you suffer from hodgepodgeitis, see a 100% fiduciary investment advisor immediately. A proper diagnosis is the first step to creating a portfolio with a purpose based on a personal plan. Start on the road to recovery now by scheduling a free meeting with an Appella advisor at TalkingRealMoney.com. There is no cost, obligation, or high-pressure sales pitch. Take the first step at TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. Hodgepodgeitis is not a real disease, but treating it has been shown to improve mood, reduce fear, and even lead to a brighter financial future. Results may vary. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Your money is a big part of your life, so we think you should give us a call once in a while so we can try and help you manage that money a little bit better. Maybe even end up with more of it eventually. Not quickly, but eventually. 855-935-TALK is the phone number to dial. 855-935-8255. Natalie, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Um, I have a fairly similar situation to the last caller, and we have a bit less in Roth um, than she did. But so my question was about converting. You know, should we be converting some of the regular IRA to Roth? And how do you decide what's the best amount to do weighing the taxes you pay now versus what you would save later? That's a, it. You've struck it all exactly on the head, Natalie, because we don't know what future tax rates will be. When we look at this, we take tax rates as they are. Um, and here's another thing to consider very carefully because this comes up and people don't pay enough attention to it. Do you have cash to pay tax on the money that you would move from an IRA to a Roth IRA? In other words, 
I would not want to pay that tax out of the retirement savings. Do you have something outside of that saved up so you could pay the additional tax? Um, not anymore. We've been we've been living off the cash we had saved uh, pre-retirement. So um, this year will be the first year that we'll have to dip into the IRS. Then, then, then I think the the advantage vanishes. The conversion advantage vanishes. You might as well wait and pay the taxes down the road unless you expect your tax situation to change dramatically, which it won't. I mean, if you'd have to go into a higher bracket in the future for it to be worthwhile. So I would be sorely tempted to do nothing. Yeah, I, and this is a calculation that we make for our clients on a regular basis. We look at this every year when we get together and sort of say, does it make sense? Does it not make sense? And, yeah. you know, there's accountants are going to tell you, don't pay any tax till you have to. I mean, you know, just don't, don't make those conversions. For people who retire early and have no income and have the cash set aside to pay the taxes, it can be a pretty good strategy. For those who don't, uh, it, doesn't work as well. I mean, the only other good news there is for people that really do not need the money in an IRA, you can now wait until age 73 until you take it. And if you're born after 1960, you can wait until age 75. So it's really, they're really pushing off what's called the required minimum distributions. So in those circumstances, it can work. But I I agree with Don. If you don't have the money to pay the tax, I certainly would not be making that conversion and pay it out of retirement. Because you want to keep making that money without paying taxes on it. You want to put that tax off unless, and, and I don't want to get into the argument with people, well, but tax rates might be higher in the future. Don't we don't know. know anything about the future. No. What we do no. know is that when you put it into these IRAs, there has there has been, for the whole time you've had them, that advantage of tax deferral. Why not continue that advantage of tax deferral? If it was an advantage 10 years ago, it's still an advantage today. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, thank you. You're very welcome, and thank you for calling. Thank you for your call. By the way, to close out the conversation with Debbie, I did look at the tax rates. Um, I mean, this year, 2024, the 12% tax rate closes out at $94,000 if you're married. So you you wouldn't want to take out more than that because you wouldn't want to move up to the 22%, which is at the 94000 up to 200000 In other words... That's something to really pay right. attention to because you have, it's a lot more tax. If you're going to do it, there needs to be some tax planning associated exactly. with it. Otherwise, you can really actually hurt yourself. Yeah. I mean, and so she had the advantage of having a lot in Roth. So then if you needed more than the 94000 you could take the IRAs up to ninety four. Then you could take money out of the Roth. That's what I was getting at when I talked to her, right, so that you mm-hmm. don't move up into the next bracket. That makes sense and something to pay attention to, as you said, Don, with tax planning very carefully because that additional 10% you're going to pay on the, the 20, go from the 12% to the 22%, that's a big deal. Well, as and, you said, that could really drain your account quickly. And this just returns us to where we end up in almost every episode. And that is the critical need at some point in your life, maybe not initially, when you're just getting started, like our Natalie in the last hour or last podcast, who talked about getting, you know, getting a thousand dollars invested. You don't need a plan. 
you really, I mean, having one, okay. Set it aside, put it in you one You don't fund really like that. need sure. a plan. But when you get to where this Natalie or Debbie are in life, where you've yeah. got millions and it's now time to live on those millions, little mistakes can kill you. You know, and I find most people don't understand all the ramifications of Social Security claiming the right time to do it, of where to draw the money from, of having the right type of portfolio. This is another one where I see people that either take way too much risk by having a few securities or none. I got it all. I just ran into somebody who's got $900,000 all in a high yield savings and feeling great because they're making 4.4%. They feel great today. That's the point. Today? For how long that's going to last. I mean, so these are all things, as you say, Don, that at towards retirement or in retirement, you probably need professional help dealing with. Probably. Oh, yeah. And that's what that, that's really what the difference is. And and I don't care where that help comes from as long as it's somebody who is absolutely required to do what's right for you, which means a fee only fiduciary advisor, which means either paying by the hour or hard paying. Hard to find. Hard to find. They yep. exist, but paying by the hour, paying by. The prop, here, let me just tell you what the, 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 the problem with the playing hour, by the hour. That doesn't work. Here's because why I don't think we, it works. we all think, oh, well, I'm just hiring that planner. No, 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 no. No. Yep. No. In the financial planning industry, a one person operation is almost impossible to pull off. Because the industry is. is so complex. You need, even if you're a sole practitioner in this industry, you've got to spend tens of thousands of dollars every year sure. on regulatory requirements. And when you throw in your accountant and your com your compliance people and all the stuff you have to do for the SEC and for all the states, you'd have to charge, as an individual, you'd have to charge like $750 an hour well, just to cover all the other people. Yeah, from what I understand from a compliance standpoint, it's more difficult. But in terms of the client, the person who just gets the plan and says, I'll see you later, the problem is things come up, markets change, I feel nervous about X, ah, this happened. This you is the just nailed people... the biggest part of it. Yeah. That exactly. is the, oh, oh, I, I don't feel quite as good as I felt when Tom was talking to me. Well, and COVID comes along and 2022 comes along and 2008 comes. I mean, all these things happen and you're trying to figure out, well, how do I respond to this? What do I do? That's where a good advisor is not just built the guardrails, but keeps you on the road, keeps you from making mistakes. And mistakes, as you just pointed out, can be very costly. The mistakes really costly. will kill you. Yeah, they were. So, I, I mean, yeah, they, they, can, they can literally destroy your portfolio. You do not. You cannot afford when you're at this point in life. You're ready nope. to retire. You've, you've, you cannot accumulate any more money. This is when you're vulnerable to a lot of things, yourself and others who are... They're out there trying to get your money. 855-935-TALK is our number. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Piled out all those stats. Just be, You know, I'm ready what, what, what for are next you, weekend. Are you rambling now? What are you rambling I'm, about? No, I'm just, the way I just 
when when Natalie called, I had the tax rate. I got all that. Stuff. I'm just ready to go for retirement. This is all the stuff I'm talking about mm. next Saturday, man. I am ready to go. Boom. It's going to happen. You know, that's And you're problem. coming all the way out to Seattle. That's the this problem. This is big. Yeah, this is exciting. Problem. You get too what? excited too early. You peak early. I, I'll peak about Wednesday. Yeah, you peak I'll too early. Until you see, I am, I am like going, oh, really? Do I have to pack and go to Seattle again? Exactly. Really? Yeah. yeah. All right. And Fair it really, enough. it's, it's, it, I don't even, I'm the drive to Seattle. That doesn't, doesn't phase me. It's the plane. You're not, you're not a plane. I, guy. D- I just used to love planes. I did. Mm. I used to love flying but on now planes. You feel like you get sick on them all the time. I well, one that, yeah, there's that, but no, that it's the, it's because flying has become miserable. What well, basically it is it, yeah. it, the, the, from the security to the unhappy employees at many of them, to the really unhappy customers. How 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 many videos do you see a day with people you know hitting oh, somebody oh. or throwing something on them in a plane or getting mad? Or, yeah. I mean, anyway, yeah, I've but you're making the trip anyway. But I'm you're, making you're the trip. Yeah. yeah, Debbie's coming along on my I love it on yep. my Delta companion ticket. She gets <laughs> right in the back. Then, or how's that work? No, she gets to sit next to me in comfort oh, plus. Okay. Comfort okay, well, plus. Actually, Delta Comfort Plus, not bad. It's not bad. No, it's not I've bad. Been, I've I, 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 st- I thought about the front and I went, no, Apollo would never pay for that. So No, they will not. No, I knew they wouldn't. And I didn't want to pay. We wouldn't any, pay for it either. I didn't want to pay the extra. No, no, I no, Vestry never paid for it no, either. We never flew yeah, first no, class no, no, anyway. No, as a matter of fact, it, with Vestry, it was always like, can you can you take spirit? Some other way? Can you take spirit, take please? Spirit. Nobody has to take spirit. No, That's just mean. <laughs> All right. All kidding aside, Don's coming uh, out. Paul Merriman's coming. I don't. I think he's in Southern California somewhere. Weston Wellington coming up from Southern California, right? I don't know. I don't know where Weston lives. What do you think? I, I think he's stalk in, I think him. He's, I think he's down in SoCal somewhere. He's not we in Austin. He didn't move to Austin in. with the rest of the no, company. I think he's, no, I think he's still in Southern California. Yeah, right. riding his motorcycle around. Ah. Uh, Plus, so you get you get in. the you get the free movie. Yeah, I was, I was saving oh, that. Oh, end. you that were saving. That was the really big close. Uh, Retire Meat is next it. Saturday. And I'm sorry to say that uh, all the vegetable sandwiches have been claimed. We can't get you one. But here's what we can get you. You can eat anything you like during the program because guess what? You it's can still watch it virtually. whatever you have at your house. That's right. Exactly. Popcorn or cereal or whatever thing you really like to eat. Um, it's next Saturday, the 24th of February. And it starts at 8 o'clock in the morning Pacific time. That's 11 o'clock Eastern time. Virtual. It's beautiful. And uh, it's $5 to attend. And Don, as Don just pointed out, we just added, this is pretty exciting, for people who attend, we're going to show you how you can watch a, a free screening of the uh, film, documentary film, Tune Out the Noise, the Don McDonald story. No, Tune Out the Noise is actually about these academics who came from the University of Chicago and changed, I think changed, the way people invest truly, truly change. So that's available to you. It's all there. And uh, I think it's going to be a 30, be a fun day. So retiremeat.com. You can so sign, go sign up, up right now. And, yeah, and, uh, and uh, as I mentioned earlier about the plan thing, if you just kind of want to see where you are and maybe if you need a plan or you just want a little help trying to understand what your tax situation might be or what you're paying for stuff, set up a, uh, a meeting with one of our advisors at uh, talkingrealmoney.com and you just click on this button right there at the top of the page. It says meet an advisor and uh, we'll set up an appointment to meet with one of our advisors free, free, no obligation, no high pressure sales pitch. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast were current on the date recorded. 
Opinions, estimates, forecasts, and statements of financial market trends that are based on current market conditions constitute our judgment and are subject to change without notice, including any forward-looking estimates or statements which are based on certain expectations and assumptions. Although information and opinions given have been obtained from or based on sources believed to be reliable, no warranty or representation is made as to their correctness, completeness, or accuracy. Information presented on the podcast is not personalized investment advice from Appella Wealth. The views and strategies described may not be suitable for everyone. This podcast does not identify all the risks, direct or indirect, or other considerations which might be material to you when entering any financial transaction. Past performance does not guarantee future results, and profitable results cannot be guaranteed. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. The podcast is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Wealth, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Please see Appella Wealth's ADV Part 2A on our website for information regarding Appella's fees and services. Appella Capital, LLC, DBA Appella Wealth, is an investment advisory firm registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission. The firm only transacts business in the states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempt from registration requirements. Registration with the SEC or any state securities authority does not imply a certain level of skill or training. Appella does not provide tax or legal advice, and nothing either stated or implied here should be inferred as providing such advice. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and important disclosure related to performance of any specific index or fund quoted in this podcast. I think I need a nap.